0: Wildfire threat intensifies. You start saying your prayers, hoping your house don't burn down. Sweat and tears after the hurricane. We wake up and sweat. We go to bed and sweat. No court action on Texas abortion law. The Supreme Court has effectively overturned Roe v. Wade. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The destructive Caldor Fire in Northern California on the move. It's already destroyed hundreds of homes and is heading toward heavily populated areas around Lake Tahoe. Tens of thousands of people have been forced out of their homes. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Choking smoke, massive flames, and relentless wind whipping the Caldor Fire closer to tens of thousands of homes around Lake Tahoe. Crews spent hours dousing spot fires, working to save as many homes as possible, and trying to hold back a massive wall of flames. They're facing gusts of more than 35 miles an hour. Snowmaking machines were running full force as firefighters moved in to protect the Heavenly Ski Resort from the fast-moving flames. These densely forested areas haven't seen significant wildfires in more than 80 years. This one's really scary. I'm afraid it's going to burn down a jewel of California. Now to the Gulf Coast, where there is fear and uncertainty amid the destruction after Hurricane Ida. Louisiana's governor has warned people who got out of the path of the storm to stay away because there's no power or running water. WWL Radio's Dave Cohen says one place that got leveled is being called uninhabitable. The worst damage ever to Louisiana's only inhabited Barrier Island. I've led the recovery in Grand Isle for probably the last 15 years after hurricanes, and I can tell you I've never seen it look like this. Assistant Jefferson Parish Fire Chief Brian Adams says 100% of the homes on Grand Isle are damaged, and about half of them are are gone. A lot of people have lost their homes. He says it could be five years before they can put the island back together again. I'm Jim Crisul and Jean Lafitte, Louisiana. Despite the misery of no power, no air conditioning and miserable heat and no water service, William Justice is upbeat. My house is fine, my wife is fine, my son and my daughter is fine. could have been a lot worse. Some areas of southeast Louisiana could be without power for a month. As CBS's David Begno reports, that's left many completely isolated. It's why Mike Tregg, sheriff of St. John the Baptist Parish, keeps getting requests for welfare checks. My father lives at this address in Laplace. He's 77 years old. That was a message from a man in New Jersey, who wanted to know that his dad is okay. So the sheriff sent his men to go check and see. Oh, how you doing, sir? 77-year-old John Moore was home alone with his dog Nixon. All right. We're with the sheriff's office. Your son is worried about you because he hasn't heard from you. Moore's house was damaged by Ida. No water, no food, no electricity, and no fuel in his generator. So the officers convinced him it was not safe to stay. We have your father. Your father's fine. We also have the dog. Two electric company workers were killed while restoring power in Alabama. And there's late word power has been restored to part of eastern New Orleans this morning. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli says what's left of the storm is now drenching the northeast. We're expecting four to eight inches of very heavy rain from the northern and central Appalachians through places like Maryland, Pennsylvania, into New York City, and also into southern New England. President Biden defends his decision to end America's longest war and labels the effort to get more than 120,000 people out of Afghanistan in the last few weeks an extraordinary success. I was not going to extend this forever war, and I was not extending a forever exit. And he says the U.S. is not done with the ISIS group that killed 13 American service members. CBS's Charlie Daggett has more on the new reality in Afghanistan. The Taliban says they are now close to announcing a new government just one or two days away now. But for a country on the verge of collapse, it can't come quickly enough. In fact, between the conflict and a widespread drought, the U.N. now warns the country is marching towards starvation. And some regions could run out of food within a month. A Texas law banning most abortions took effect at the stroke of midnight and an emergency appeal to block it has gone unanswered at the nation's highest court. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. The Supreme Court did not interfere with the new Texas measure that says that there can be no abortions after the six week of pregnancy. They may be signaling they're about ready to overturn the 1973 decision in Roe v. Wade. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's promised to sign a new Republican rewrite of election laws that has now made it through the state legislature. It would end drive-through and 24-hour voting and empower partisan poll watchers. State Senator Brian Hughes says his bill makes it easy to vote and harder to cheat. Anyone who tells you there's no voter fraud in Texas is telling you a very big lie. Democrats call it voter suppression. State Senator Royce West. I don't think history is going to judge what we do here very kindly. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. One person rescued 60 miles off the coast of San Diego after the crash of a Navy helicopter. Lieutenant Sam Boyle with the third fleet says the search is on for five others. Search and rescue operations are ongoing with multiple Coast Guard and Navy air and surface assets. There's word a the hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma hit hard with a COVID case increase came within hours of running out of oxygen. U.S. is now averaging 155,000 new infections a day, but the trajectory has slowed from early August. And White House COVID official Jeff Zients says there's evidence more people are stepping up to get vaccinated. Back in mid-July, we were averaging 500,000 vaccinations per day. Today, we're averaging 900,000. That's an 80% increase. The Miami Herald reports a change in the way Florida reports COVID deaths to the CDC has made the state's daily death rate seem lower than it actually is. It allows for current deaths to be factored in later when death certificates are processed. California's governor signed a bill that makes the state's collegiate athlete pay law take effect today instead of in 2023. The measure which allows athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness was first in the nation in 2019. Since then, other states and the NCAA have taken their own formal action. The joke on the Internet is that Mike Richards hit the Daily Double. He lost the Jeopardy! hosting gig almost two weeks ago, then was ousted as executive producer yesterday, all due to the fallout from past bad behavior. As CBS's Monica Ricks tells us, for some, the pandemic virtual work world has been unkind. Nearly one in four bosses have fired employees for mistakes during virtual meetings, and most have taken disciplinary action. Bloomberg reports a survey says the most common problems range from joining a call late to having a bad internet connection, sharing sensitive information, or not knowing when to mute yourself. Zoom calls picked up during the pandemic. The company now hosts about 300 million calls a day. Amid the job losses on cut down day the NFL the Players Association is investigating the Jacksonville Jaguars after coach Urban Meyer admitted COVID vaccination decisions played a role in some of the cuts that were made on his team that's the roundup I'm Steve Kathan CBS News T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours